Okay, well, welcome to this class. Welcome to the other dimensions of experience class. Um, this is number six from the series, and uh, it is the final class of this series. So I'm really happy that you joined. This is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great moment to step in. If you haven't been there the last uh, uh, couple of sessions, that's fine too, of course, because this is always brand new. It is not any succession or anything like that. Notice we always start all over again. So it's basically always a beginner class. And that's what I love about it. No pretense in that sense. No, yeah, there's no, yeah, you cannot do it better or you, yeah, there's no, there's no judgment around it. There's no validation of your capacity or anything like that. No. Um, your perfection is taken care of. That's the great part. Your perfection is completely taken care of by your creation and by by doing of your creator. You know, so every you are just made whole and perfect. That's how you were created. So I have nothing to say about that, and you have nothing to say about that either. And that, yeah, that's liberating. It feels really good. Like okay, you can't go wrong with this. Like I'm, I'm exactly in the right place to let an experience uh, come to me, to, to have a different experience of myself. And um, today is the day for that. This is the moment for that. So to, to enter deeply into this, into this moment together, um, it is not that we really do anything. It's more like, okay, this is an opportunity to really get in touch with the present moment by just relaxing, by letting go of what you think was going on 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago, five years ago, 500 years ago, you're all gonna let it rest for a moment. In that sense, it is nothing else than just meditating together. We sit still here, we let everything come up that comes up. It is all allowed to be there, but we're not going to engage in it. So the thoughts that we are thinking, we just let them come up and it's okay. So not paying any attention to them, just letting them pass through as the clouds in the sky. And that's the same with emotions. Just feel what you feel. That is perfectly all right, of course. But uh, we're not going to do anything with it. And uh, that being said, I, I, I would say, like, sit back, relax, and breathe. You know, just relax by breathing, by... Ah, sighing maybe, by crying maybe, whatever feels like in this moment, that's completely up to you. You you are the one feeling what you are feeling. So that is what you have. You have your own experience of yourself. So um, that's our starting point. So here in this uh, present moment that we're entering, there's an opportunity to, to uh, come in touch with light and with love and with infinity with the kingdom inside and with i we come in touch with i so it's an i beyond space and time because we just dislodged ourselves from the past and from time we we discontinue the the, the continuity that we uh, pose on our time and um, by doing so, 
you feel that something is already shifting and changing. It's like, oh, that actually feels really good. It really, there's a nice, um, like it's a different feeling. It's a different vibration. It is, it is more alive. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm not sure what's going to happen now. And that's actually, yeah, it feels really good. So I'm becoming more and more open to feel what is going on and to, to come into a deep experience of this present moment where because I let go of all the things that happened before, I can now become completely present in this moment. And it had, this moment has nothing to do with all your ideas about it or with all your ideas about yourself or with your concerns about yourself. It has nothing to do with that. So you can let go of that. So see, and not even your associative thinking is connected to it. So all the things that you ever uh, experienced before, what appears to be before, uh, are not useful here. So there's nothing that you can compare this with. This moment is brand new in itself and you are experiencing it. You have the opportunity to step right in it. So you can feel the spaciousness of that already. Like, ah, yeah, this is, ah, this is so great. I'm so happy to, to be here. So, and that's what I say to you too. I'm really happy that you are here with me in this present moment. Yeah, so breathing is important. And uh, relaxing is, of course, very important because there's nothing what we do here. There's nothing what we're going to try to do here or trying to achieve here. Now, all of that we can leave behind. So that means basically we're just being present. We're just being here. We're just going to be completely here in our consciousness. Like, yeah, looking for the outer edges of our consciousness. Always looking for the for the what is it this time how can i be so open and so receptive that that something can come to me that that was never possible before now i trust more and more in what is what has been given to me i trust more and more that this is my reality and that i can rely on it in every moment so that i I don't have to think about how I should do things. I don't have to think about what to say or where to go, what to do. Like that is all going to be revealed to you. It's literally not of your concern. And the only concern that you can have is, is like, okay, remembering to let go. I let go. I let go. I don't need to hold on to anything. I don't need to prepare anything. I don't need to figure out how to do things or I don't have to, um, in fact, I don't even have to make a decision. I just contact with my inner source and see that all the answers are there and that everything is given, everything that we need. And that is like in a, in a real humility sense. You know, it's like, it is not, yeah, using any power in that sense. It is not using any force upon it. It is just being revealed to you. It is It is really like um, smelling a rose, like you sniff it and then you just smell it. Otherwise, you, if you try to do it too, too greedy, so to speak, it, you will never 
smell it well. So that's that's with this too. It is it is a subtle a subtleness, and uh, with your increased sensitivity in this process of transformation and awakening, like with your increased sensitivity, you're now able to actually um, experience these subtle energies, and that is and that is what's so lovely about it, and that's also what you, yeah. The confirmation of that is really what you need to to build up your trust in all of this. Like you, you need to have something. It is not a need, but it's like you want to be confirmed that you can really trust this, and that is by being completely open that can come to you. So I'm really happy that you're here and that you uh, decided to take time to enter into a whole different experience of yourself. Like, yeah, you've been looking forward to this and you didn't even know. You know, it's like, yes, this is exactly what I, what I need to remember this for myself so that I, um, yeah, awake, become awake in this moment to become completely present here. And um, yeah, so today, <clears throat> this is a bit of a... Uh, yeah, interesting, interesting idea. Um, I'm using the latest developments in uh, in science or in, yeah, mostly in science um, to put next to uh, or to include in our spiritual vision, our Christ vision, to, to look at it with the eyes of Christ to an actual occurrence of development in the present so-called time. And um, it is very interesting to see how these subjects come come to me. For me, it's always like so obvious that I can't escape it, even though I would love to, to try another subject. So it's like, yeah, another thing, I, I don't really, I have nothing to say about it in that sense. And I love that because it's something that that is um, revealing something to me in in taking it on to to take a look at it and to to read it or to experience it. And so that is what I'm doing today too. And um, I will start with, um, this is more like, uh, still like a prayer where to start with. Like we, we want to increase the frequency of this meeting together to the, to the highest possible level, so to speak, so that you, you really, your ears are opening up, and um, I, I love to give that to you. So I found in um, the Government of Eden, the book, new book of Joe, I found this little part, because I, I'm just not a real reader, apparently. I, I just pick out parts of the book that really um, help me, or that really, that I've like, oh my God, that's so great. And mostly it are the um, uh, pieces that of the text that are in italics. And so it is with this. I'll read it to you. So I see this as a uh, continuation of, of the introduction to this class. God is perfect. God is spirit. God is life. God is the soul of individual being. 
God is manifest as individual being. God is incarnated as individual being. God is all true being. God is the only law. God is the only law to any situation. Matter is not law. Disease is not law. Human belief is not law. So I love that. This is, this is our introduction, like introduction prayer, if you want. This is where we, um, yeah, literally want to enter into, into that realization. Okay, so I found a couple of pieces of text and some research. And um, the research that I'm going to use is very actual and also actually very funny. I, I always have to laugh a little bit about the, the scientific research that's being done or the latest developments. It becomes more and more obvious that, that there is a whole different story going on that, that is uh, the revelation of the reality of who I am and how um, yeah, pale things turn uh, that appear to be like in human beliefs uh, very much of an incredible development. And so it is with uh, what I'm going to read. I'll come back to that later. So I, I want to start with um, uh, some from Joel, I Beyond Space and Time. And um, the I Beyond Space and Time, I chose that very deliberately. Like I, I chose that for a specific reason. And that is actually, um, it helps you to see that timelessness is your nature you know your your true nature is timelessness and and yeah spaciousness of course so there is no such thing as space and time in that sense while your human belief is completely founded like rooted in it and um so this might um yeah dislodge that a little bit but in a very gentle way, just as you are used to when you listen to Joel, you know? So here's, here are some words from Joel. The I that I am is what makes me self-sufficient in God. Self-sufficient in God, not self-sufficient as a human being with a big brain or with a big brawn but rather self-sufficient in God in true humility. In the realization of this truth, the I that I am is the creative principle of my existence. I formed me before I was in the womb. It, before, it formed me before I was in the womb. It brought me forth from the womb, the I that I am. And the I that I am has guided and governed to this one. Every step I took in pain, discord, inharmony, represents the degree that I drifted away from the knowledge that I within me is the all. In my inability 
to meditate and commune with this I within me, I have made many missteps and many mistakes on this path through this incarnation. Only through the only through the discovery of this truth that the very eye of me is God and the very eye of me is the spiritual son of God or offspring of God, the very I within my being, the very I that I am and the I that I now am is my bread of life to which I look for my substance. I do not seek man whose breath is in his nostrils. I do not put my trust in princes. I realize that the I within my own being, that the I that I am is God. Closer to me than breathing and nearer than hands and feet. And that I can turn to it in the desert or in the rubber boat out at sea. Or as Lindbergh did crossing the Atlantic, find a visible presence to direct him and adjust his instruments. So I love, I love this beautiful text that is actually a revelation. You know, it's like it, it reveals to me where I am, you know, where I am. It reveals that to me. So I, I have to take this in, in the rec yeah, and start to recognize that that is my true nature, that that is happening in me, that I can find it and also use it in every moment. And that there basically, completely is no exception to it. So the answer is always in the eye, you know, literally the eye that makes you see. Okay, so I'm continuing. In every instance of life, I find guidance, direction, protection, support, supply, always by not looking out, but by always looking to the kingdom of God within me. And the only thing I find within me is I. And that I is the substance of my life and the substance of my activity, of my supply, of my relationships. And that I is the substance and law and the cause of the continuity and the eternality and the immortality of divine harmony that I within my being, which I am. So... This is quite some text, so I'll put it on the website too to reread it. Because it's literally like a very basic and very um, fundamental part of what Joel is presenting here. And um, so it's really nice to, to sit with it and to let it come to you, just like you do in this moment, to really start to breathe it in and to to let it resonate with with the yeah yourselves with your whole body with your whole being you know so that is uh, that's incredible that the possibility that is possible yeah that that can take place so i i love it when he says there is no exception to it you know it's like 
know for any question or for anything you can you go within if you don't do that you're just taking another detour into into where you don't want to be you know instead of choosing for the kingdom you choose for hell and then it's like okay what do you think the outcome of that will be so very very beautifully said here and um i i love I love it that, that we have discovered it, you know, so there's an opportunity for you to discover it. As a human being, you can come in touch with this and something will happen to you because this living principle is doing something with you instead of that you have to do something with it. So by just sitting still with it, opening yourself up and taking time to, to relax, and this can come to you. So that's not like an incredible effort of any kind. No, the more you step back out of it and the more you let go of your concern if you're going to get it or not, the quicker it will go. So I, I love that. I love that. Okay, so, so the second part that I chose is also from the Eye Beyond Space and Time. And uh, it continues. And you will understand that as you look for your life within you, as you look for your identity, eventually you will have to acknowledge, I am not here. I too am risen. I am risen above space and above time. I'm not inside of time and space. But time and space are within me. They are within my skin, within my wisdom, within my knowledge, within my understanding. I embrace time and space within me, for I am unlimited. I am free. I am unencumbered. I and my Father are one. If thou seest me, thou seest the Father, for there is only one, I, and I am that I. I am risen, I am too, I am risen. I am risen above space and above time. So and that is with meditation easy to get to in that sense because it's basically if you dislodge yourself from, from space and time and all your associations with it for just a moment, you see that, that actually you enter into timelessness just like you're doing right now. You're like you, you have no idea about what you did five minutes ago or what I've said five minutes ago or whatever. You know, it's like, no, that's, that's gone. I, I cannot relate to that anymore. It is, it is just gone again. So I'm completely open to experience this moment anew and see what it will bring to me. But basically, um, uh, it says somewhere like, a mind in communication is a mind at rest. So it's like it comes down to resting, to, to just relaxing into it. And that appears to be the hardest thing to do for human beings because human beings love to be busy, to keep themselves busy. And um, so especially in this time that we're in right now, it's pretty amazing that... Um, that uh, we are on a, like a collective sabbatical that's really wonderful. So you have a lot of time to sit still and discover that you don't have to keep yourself busy with all kinds of distractions, but that you can just enter into the present moment. Like that would be the greatest gift coming out of this period. 
You know, that's really great. So one of the things that I picked up as the latest developments is basically something that has to do with, uh, with uh, space discovery. Um, see, but actually it is like, yeah, well, the most important thing is what is the greatest, the latest discovery of you? Like what, what did you actually discover in the last couple of weeks? What did you discover uh, as, a, as a whole new th yeah, thing within yourself that you didn't know was that great to discover? You know, so what is revealed to you, that's actually like, what other dimensions of experience are you experiencing? Did something open up for you? Did a healing take place or did you have an incredible release and never felt better? Or whatever it is, please, please let me know. I'm very curious to hear about what is going on. Like, so this, this, all these classes would have no sense to me if, if it wasn't for um, the deep experience of yourself, like coming in touch with a whole different dimension that you never experienced before. So that would be the purpose. Like that is what I'm offering to you and to myself in that sense by taking time to let that occur. So the, the greatest discovery for me in this sense is then that I discover that more and more on, a, on an incredible level, I can even be more myself, literally. I don't have to fit in, of course, and and but that's going on different yeah, levels, take, that's taking place on different levels. And that makes it even more um, yeah, easy to let go of this, everything that's associated with humanhood and with, with all of that. It's like it becomes really pale and minimal, so to speak. It becomes not very interesting anymore. So... That's that's a great discovery for me. But what is your discovery? So <laughs> it is interesting. Like today or yesterday, I think it was, um, there was a rocket being sent into space, SpaceX. Um, I'm not sponsored by it though. Um, so this, this was a uh, little rocket fly to, to the International Space Center. But the actual idea behind it is, um, okay, so if planet Earth is not like really valid to live on anymore, um, do we have another planet to go to? And, and what planet would that be? And how would it be, for instance, to live on Mars? Would that be a real good opportunity? So the interesting thing, of course, is right away that I realize is like, oh my God, no, don't. <laughs> don't try to make up a solution to human problems. Because now you're going to another problem, uh, to an, yeah, literally to another problem, to another planet to discover that actually it, was, it cannot be found outside yourself. So you can go to any planet in the universe, but it will not be the solution. And with, with that coming to me, it was actually, that's why I say it's actually a bit funny to, to read about these developments and to see how serious people are trying to put all their faith and money, all, all you, you name it, how many million, million, billion dollars are spent on it, just to, to, yeah, to uh, literally bring into form a solution that never works. So 
hey, here we are at the end of time, uh, looking back at how this all happened. It's like, oh my God, can you believe where we all believed in as a human being? Like we really thought that uh, going to Mars would be the would be the solution to our uh, humanhood for the continuation of our humanhood. Like we we can look back at that now already, while while the mission didn't even start yet. So that is pretty amazing. But also, see that makes it not so. Yeah, it is interesting. It's fun to see how people are dedicated to do this with putting all their passion in it. And I love that. Like, okay, you got to do it. You, you apparently want that experience. That's great. I'm not stopping you from anything. I don't want to take away from you anything either, but don't expect it to be the solution because you will have an incredible, um, you will have an incredible disappointment if you think it is. So I found this little piece of text um, and, and it's an, um, it's from 2019, so it's pretty pretty accurate, and it comes from America of USA Today, 11 June. Oh, it's 2018, so it's it's a bit old now. Could humans live on Mars? Was the question, and um, so I'll read some of it to you, just as an illustration, not as an attack of any kind. Could humans live on Mars? Absolutely, and NASA. Uh, expert says humans will absolutely be on Mars in the future NASA chief scientist Jim Green told USA Today and the first person to go is likely living today he said after the building blocks of life were discovered on the red planet life on Mars and living on Mars seems to be less like a scene of the movie The Martian and more like a reality now we see Mars is even a better location for having past life. Green said, it's just getting better and better. Mars is more Earth-like than any other planet in the solar system, making it an attractive option for the human race. There's also natural beauty on the planet, a grand canyon that measures nearly the entire width of the US and a volcano the size of Arizona. The planet could offer humans a brand new life with brand new vistas, Green said. The plan is to send someone to the planet by 2040, but that depends on quite a few factors. And here are some little obstacles, he said. Uh, here are some obstacles. Um, one of the things is that we have to land. Right now, NASA is able to land on a one-ton vehicle on the surface of Mars for a human to land it would need to park about 10 tons on the surface. That vehicle would also need to land with precision, mainly not mountains or hills or rocks. And we would need to blast off from Mars, like we have to go back to Earth uh, to get our stuff. Um, and it's not a one-way ticket, at least right now. That's why NASA is working on a Mars 2020 rover Sometime in the next decade, we plan to blast off the surface of Mars and return. So another practicality is we would need to wear spacesuits all the time. Weather on Mars is extreme. The difference between Monday and Tuesday could be 170 degrees. The average temperature is well below zero. The air is also largely carbon dioxide, good for planets bad for people. 
we'd have to get used to dust storms. About every 26 months, it's summer on Mars, meaning prime dust storm season. These storms made up of fine dust will get caught in atmosphere, can darken daylight to a twilight stage that lasts for months. We need to build an entire infrastructure. The people that would go there are really pioneers, Green said. The first humans on Mars would need to farm and establish a food source. Scientists believe beans, asparagus and potatoes are viable crops for soil there. Homes would also need to be built. And Green said 3D printers might be be able to use dust on the planet to create habitats. Okay, so there are still some little trouble, some obstacles for us to land there and to come back to all to come back to the world to pick up our suitcases and all that. See, this is this is what I mean. This is this is so incredible to see that the human way of looking for solutions is uh, so different and um, and interesting to follow that because. Um, it's like, yeah, you really believe that that in in the sphere, like where you live, in the frame of reference that you live, you look for the solutions, as you as you still believe that your human uh, mind has the capacity to solve problems. And um, so, luckily, we can yeah dislodge ourselves from that and say like, oh my God. I'm so happy that I found the I within that has all the answers in this present moment. It has everything that I'm looking for. I don't need to go to another planet to find the solution. I don't need to invest all the time and money and distraction to, to get this all into, into form, literally. I don't have to manifest this as the solution. And then in this humility that you enter into while realizing actually where you find yourself it is like the only thing that remains is, is grace and gratitude. Like you come into an experience of gratitude. Like, thank you, God. I'm so happy that I don't have to do all this. I'm so happy that I am literally risen. I'm, I'm not here in that sense. I'm not here on planet Earth to make something work. I'm not looking for that. That's not my focus. No, my focus is within. It's, it's turning within and experience the whole universe in there. So my traveling to Mars would be instantaneous. I can easily go there. It doesn't take time to get there for me. It's like, no, in our inner universe, we, we can go anywhere we want. Uh, it is only that, hey, where would you want to go? You you find yourself right here in this present moment and everything is given. And there's there's literally no connection, or there's no location connected to it. You find yourself right here. And all that you need to do or that you find yourself doing is completely guided and is completely, uh, yeah, you find yourself doing things like spirit uh, guided you find yourself doing things that are completely like so perfectly orchestrated that you would never be able to do that to decide that for yourself like you would not know what the best solution is to 
a certain situation. But you can, and that's the great capacity of a, the new you that is emerging, and that is you can see how things fall into place by stepping back out of the situation and allowing that situation to be completely new and let yourself be told where to go, what to do, and what to say. So I love that. I love that it's so great to live like that. And it's so great to to be surprised by that all the time. Yes, it works. Yes, it works. Like it's never not working in that sense. That is so great. So if I if I see that something doesn't work out, it is not bad or anything. It's not that I did something wrong. No, it's just an opportunity to choose again, to, to say like, hey, wait a minute. I'm really struggling right now. I'm really going deeply into something here. So then you allow that just to be there in the recognition that like you 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 are you have all the help in the universe to to come through this like to enter to enter in a whole different space in a moment as soon as everything dissolves for you um you enter into a new space where you where you weren't before like things you can you can enter into these intensities of moments but you have like, oh my God, I, I don't know how to get through this. I don't know how to do this. Like meditation, my meditation doesn't work. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. Oh my God. Now what am I going to do? So I'm I'm not going to do anything. I'm just staying right here in it and trying not to connect it to anything that is connected to space and time. I'm not going to use my associative thought to to put in words where this where my feeling and where my the intensity that I'm experiencing has to do with. No, I'm dislodging that all the time. I'm not connecting it to my body. I'm not connecting it to any situation or event or yeah, associative thought that I have coming in. No, I just wait. I'm just completely going through this. I'm waiting for it to change. Yeah, and then you have to breathe and you suddenly it's like, oh, that is gone. I don't know what it was, but now it's gone. I don't feel it anymore. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe how, how that all changes. Like it was just for me to go through and that was all. I just I just did that, you know, so that's that's lovely. That's lovely to come into the practice of that. See, with your increased sensitivity in your awakening, the intensities can become like barriers like you never experienced before, like barriers in terms of suddenly you walk up against the wall in a way that you never did before. But because you're you're you come to life and your mind, yeah, you're literally wide open and become very receptive, very sensitive for everything that's occurring. The uh, something like a little intensity would be magnified in your sensitivity. So and that's okay, you know. So it just shows you that you are alive and that you come to life literally you're raised from the dead so that is that is all part of your transformation and from you and of your awakening so that's that's okay it's allowed to be there that's fine
So <laughs> did you decide to go and live on Mars or are you going to meditate a little deeper inside yourself? It's you deciding, you know, so one is a not hold. Um, so at least you have to be busy till 2040 for the first uh, mission to Mars uh, with your suitcases and your like backpack, um, how to build a farm and all of that. We're going to try to do all the things again, or you can decide to stop that whole tr um, project and start to meditate a little deeper inside yourself where you come to know that everything is perfectly arranged, that you find yourself here, and that all the love of the universe is pouring down on you. It's up to you to decide. You know, that's the beauty of this. It's like, yeah, I want to get in touch with who I really am. I want to wake up in this lifetime. I, I really want to completely wake up in this lifetime. So thank you for joining me in that in that new meditation this new vision that we walk around in and that is coming to life in us more and more on a daily basis every moment every time that we do this every time that you step you know, stand still a couple of times a day or maybe an hour a day or however your practice is that is all contributing to to your awakening to your conscious experience of awakening because basically the communication is unbroken it is always there it is there now it was there always you know it's like even if you place your bed in hell i'll be there i am with you and um so that's yeah you can't go wrong with this in that sense so there's every reason to completely rely on it all right. Well, thank you so much for being part of this class. And uh, I hope to see you soon. Uh, comment if you feel like it or uh, write me an email. I'm very interested to, um, to see how this is for you. And um, hey, we're here to, to support one another and uh, yeah, to, to recognize that we're one spiritual family, so to speak. And um, I love that. So thank you so much for being part of that. See you soon.